You're listening to the ISV Society podcast. Welcome. My name is Amy Keenan, and I'm excited to bring you content just for the ISV community. It certainly has been long overdue. I've been in the ISV space since 1999, and I've had the privilege of working with some amazing ISVs over the years. I've learned a lot and grown a lot, and I want to share all of this with you. So get ready for marketing tips and tricks, rants and raves about the ISV space, and more. Plus, I have some amazing speakers lined up. A little bit about me. I'm a mom of four, Nona to two, dog mom, and health and fitness fanatic. If you follow me on social, you know marketing is my jam and helping ISVs is my passion. I'm so glad you're here. And if you do follow me on LinkedIn, go download the ISV Society guide to grow your audience to learn all the things you can do in this space to expand your audience, reach more partners and customers and build your brand. Thanks so much for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the ISV Society podcast. I am your host, Amy Keenan. I'm so excited that you're here this week. I'm also excited to bring on a guest who is the marketing automation expert, a digital marketing strategist, Roland Chi, the marketing manager of technology management concepts. Welcome, Roland. Thank you so much, Amy, to have me on your podcast today. I'm super excited. Me too. And thank you so much for being a guest. It's always exciting to talk to everybody and have conversations. So I'm excited for us to talk about LinkedIn personal profiles. I know you're going to share some stats, uh, talk about the LinkedIn algorithms, and then wrap it all up with what to care about when we are assessing our post success. So that's our and that's our tips and tricks for today that we're going to focus on. So welcome and thank you for chatting with me about all of this. Yeah, thank you. And uh, yeah, this is a super interesting topic. A lot of people are talking about it right now. So uh, it was really like, you know, a pleasure to make some research and, um, you Mm -hmm. know, um, um, and, you know, share with everyone a little bit of what we do at TMC and uh, how I approach, uh, you know, personal branding through, um, you know, leveraging personal profile on LinkedIn for uh, some of our key employees. So super, super trendy topic. uh, And that, you know, uh, people should use it yes. more, more for Definitely. sure. And I know in our space, especially LinkedIn is one of our top profiles or top post social media platforms. So I feel like this will be, have a lot of great information, but before we dive into all of this, will you please share a little bit about yourself? Give us a little backstory and let's get to know you. Um, sure. Um, so, um, you know, as mentioned, I'm Roland Chi. I'm the marketing manager at Technology Management Concepts. Uh, so we are a Microsoft partner. Um, you know, we're leveraging a company by, you know, providing innovative solution with the Microsoft um, stack. Um, <clears throat> I have been in the, um, you know, Microsoft uh, ecosystem for over 10 years now. I've worked, uh, you know, in different um um, ISVs at first, and then now I'm on the VAR side and uh, been, you know, um, building um, marketing strategies and developing uh, tactics for um, a while now. So um, I'm happy to um, be with you and uh, share a little bit more about LinkedIn. Yes, and thank you. And so it's kind of maybe we need another whole episode about kind of transitioning from an ISV to a partner and how that whole like mentality and switch of the brain and differences and similarities would be a cool conversation to have as well. For sure. Uh, yeah. I guess we have another episode already. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 
All right. So uh, let's dive into LinkedIn personal profiles and what you're, mm-hmm. you know, you said you're doing some research and you're revamping everybody's profile at TMC. So I'd love to hear some feedback on that because I know yeah. I can always all use help with our profiles. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah. I mean, even <laughs> me, I, I don't, you know, I don't pretend to be uh, any type of experts, um, you know, on LinkedIn or whatsoever. I'm just using, you know, a lot of uh, common sense and the trends and good practices that you can find out there. Um, I would say that um, the most important um, part of it is to understand kind of the shift uh, of how people are consuming your content. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I, I think um, a good little plug here is to talk about your previous podcast you had with Sam Bush talking about yes. um, how to market to uh, millennials, right? Mm-hmm. And that the uh, majority of the decision maker nowadays are actually millennials. So we need to care about the way millennials consume uh, content and, um, you know, need to uh, be addressed and talked to. So um, the, the main thing that uh, led me to using more LinkedIn and the personal profile of uh, key employees were the statement that uh, personal branding is becoming less of a competitive advantage at competitive age, but more of a requirement. So the idea is that we have shifted, you know, from the different uh, marketing paradigm of the past. So mm-hmm. we used to talk about our product, you know, our services, and then we shift in talking more about our brand, right? Um, how we're different um, from a brand to another. And nowadays, and this is the new paradigm is to talk about the people, right? The people mm-hmm. who are part of the company, because, um, and that's a very interesting stat that I uh, found not that long ago is that about 90% of people uh, trust recommendation or trust more a recommendation from an individual uh, rather than a brand. So the brand talking about themselves, um, you know, is obviously something you should do, but that's not, um, you know, the key of convincing and converting. Uh, nowadays, you need to talk about the people, your culture, and the people that we will work with, especially in B2B uh, industry. Our industry is very specific. You um, you know, the sales process is pretty long, the implementation mm-hmm. even longer. So sometimes you, you, you're working with the same person for uh, six months to a year. So it's even more important that there is this personal fit, personal touch that, um, you know, is being valued more and more by our, our customers nowadays. So this shift is very important. And that is why, um, you know, um, we're using more and more our key employees um, profile to um, enhance and leverage, you know, our messaging. That's a great idea. And and if you've been in this space for a long time, right, you things are evolving, things are always changing, but sometimes we don't take a step back and look at really what we need to change from that perspective, especially when it comes to LinkedIn and social media. I feel like sometimes that comes a back burner. I'll get to that later. I'll update that later. I need to work on the website or I need to work on content or I need to work on uh, something else. And then they, you know, kind of gets put on the back burner, but you know, LinkedIn, we all know it's like the face of your company is part, it's part of the face of your company as well as the people that work there. So it's nice to be able to think about people as people not as mm-hmm. people as sales or people as their role, so to speak, more so as a person themselves. So I'm excited to uh, excited for this transition as you're doing all this. Do you have a lot of profiles to update or manage or review? So, um, so we we've been starting this initiative for about a year. Okay. Um, you know, so we started um, with one key employees who yep. was our uh, president <laughs> uh, of the company. Um, and uh, we have built, you know, the brand around her and um, 
it was very very interesting because at first we were you know trying to find the right angle and how it would help the brand etc and you know i think that was kind of an old way of thinking about it you know we're like oh what is the best angle how are we gonna you know what brand are we gonna use to to showcase who you are and the reality is that the person is the brand you know mm -hmm. you cannot create a persona you cannot fake it so so we ended up you know back um backtracking a little bit and then uh really focused on who she is you know what what's her persona what value she brings what her expertise right there is there is no way you can really fake it here and and you know you got to be genuine and uh, and just be who you are because in the end if it converts you're going to be in contact with that person and you're going to realize that oh that's not the same person right. that is promoting you know that specific image online so you know it's 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 um it's a shift you know it's not very comfortable at first you know, we had a little bit of pushback, obviously, like, oh, I don't want to share this. I don't want to share that. This is too right. personal. And then we realized that the posts that had the best conversion, the best reach, the best audience were the one where we're not talking about our brand. We're not, not talking about our product, but talking about, you know, our vision on certain things and maybe some family oriented, you know, posts. Uh, so we know more about the person, the background, and we can relate to that person to a person, uh, you know, on a personal level. So that, that what we realized um, was going to uh, bring value um, in the end. So, so we shifted that and we have now um, bi-weekly meetings uh, with the key employees that we um, are trying to enhance the personal branding um, in order to get uh, information on their personal life, you know, what happened this week, what are you excited about, etc. So we can create the content that align with that and not, you know, create a content on our side, on the marketing and, and tell the key employee mm -hmm. or VP of consulting, here, can you post about that? Because it just doesn't work, you know, yeah. it needs to come from them. Right. Oh, I love that strategy. And I love that you actually have a strategy around it and you take the time bi-weekly, <laughs> like you mentioned, to really get to know these people because as you're getting to know them, your audience is getting to know them. So that's really nice. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's not always easy. As I said, mm -hmm. you know, there is a lot of convincing them that this is the right strategy. You know, not everyone is on board right away on, sure. you know, especially when, you know, you take some of their time, you know, it's, it's, right. you, you gotta be efficient. You can't just, you know, book them for an hour every two weeks and, and not come with, you know, come up with everything at the end of it. You know, you, you need to show that uh, it's working and you can bring value to them um, and that it's, you know, overall in the end, it's helping the company, you know, so um, it, it it's it's a little bit of work for sure to you know it, but it's it's always like that in marketing right? right for any initiatives that you you think about or you think of and you want to deploy you need to convince other people and um that's how you know marketing has always been for me uh convincing and if it works you know keep going some, yeah exactly keep going if it doesn't work let's stop it and try something else you know exactly yeah it's it's an ever evolving changing thing that mar marketing <laughs> is so you always have mm -hmm. to keep on your toes but um, you have mentioned you want to talk about a little bit about stats and LinkedIn algorithms as well in our conversation. So I'd love to hear some some of that. Yeah, that. totally. So um, something that was very striking when I started, um, you know, to think about this strategy of creating uh, or enhancing the personal branding of key employees in order to leverage our brand is that, you know, you'd get to make a choice, you know, on which platform um, you should choose. You know, there is obviously different type of social media uh, platforms. There is Instagram, there is Facebook, there's Twitter, and there is LinkedIn, you know, 
and, and others. And, um, you know, you, we, we had to make a choice. Some of our key employees were uh, already active on Facebook, you know, on their personal profile. So should we leverage that where their audience is, you know, bigger mm-hmm. or on Twitter? So we had to kind of assess the different platforms. And, and what was very um, um, striking on LinkedIn is that LinkedIn is right now pushing uh, their platform to become an influencer and a creator platform. So there is more and more push on um, wanting to keep uh, the user on the platform. You know, it used to be, hey, I'm going to post this link and send you to my website. Right. And now LinkedIn is kind of penalizing this type of uh, mm-hmm. tactics and they want you to keep your audience on their on their platform so the fact um, that they have shifted they their strategy in becoming you know not only a job research you know hiring platform but more of a influencer content creation platforms um, they have changed their algorithm to make sure uh, that they're gonna uh, reward um, the, the the you know users who are creating content but also keeping people on the platform through their content. So one of the stats that was really interesting to me is that on Facebook, when you uh, post, um, you know, a, when you create a regular post, um, on average, your the audience you're gonna touch um, um, is 5% of your following base, uh, which is, you know, just really, really yes. uh, um, reduced amount of, uh, you know, reach basically. Uh, whereas LinkedIn has a potential of, 200% of your following base. So even if you have a small, um, um, you know, group of followers that follows you, you know, on a regular basis, um, you have the chance to reach out way more than that. So right. about on average, about 200% that's of crazy. your following. Base. And that's, yeah, that's crazy. And that's really <laughs> like a, 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 you know, a strategic initiatives from LinkedIn to be able to distribute and, you know, make people stay on it. And I think they're doing a great job. I mean, they just created the um, um, the top voice, you know, award. Uh, it used to be a one thing, um, um, one time thing for them. And uh, now it became a yearly event where they, you know, reward the best influencers, the best content creator. And, uh, you know, just, just for that, you know, you can see that they're pushing way more uh, the personal profile. And why we decided to do it, you know, from the personal profile page rather than our company page. You know, a lot of people are mm-hmm. asking me that question, actually. It's like, why would I, you know, showcase one of my employees? It's a little scary. I don't want someone to hire them or, you know, to right. try to hunt them, right? It used to be that fear. And nowadays it's, you know, it, it's not the case anymore, obviously. Uh, but um, the main reason why we wanted to push the personal profile is that um, LinkedIn is actually reducing the reach for company pages. Uh, the reason is pretty simple. It's because they want you to boost your posts uh, through ads and make, you know, ad money. And this is an option that is not even available for, uh, you know, personal pages, right. personal profile. So they're really pushing it um, organically, I would say. So that's that's the two main reasons why, you know, we really wanted to try um, to enhance uh, personal profiles Um uh, you know, to the benefit of the brand. So this is the approach. Yeah, I like it. And I, f- I feel like the only like downfall to that is in case that person obviously leaves te- technology management concepts and goes somewhere else, you kind of take that brand with them a little bit, right? So how, a, li- yeah. a little bit, but you know, it's, I think this is kind of an older fear, you know, yeah. that um, it, if, if people are happy working with you, 
um, you know, unless there is a major change in their personal life, um, you know, they will they will probably stick around. Um, you know, that's that's not like by hiding your employees that you keep. No, them. yeah, you should this, definitely this, not this do that. The, <laughs> exactly. This is not I mean, at least at TMC, this is not our strategy <laughs> for keeping employees by hiding them uh, in, in, you know, quite the contrary, actually, um, we're showcasing them. Because right. they are the people who have the expertise, so we're shocking, showcasing them, and uh, and that you know has been successful so far. Um, yeah. So, how do you measure success of your posts, and what what should people care about when they're accessing when you're you know assessing this post success? Like, what do you what do you look at and look for? And so, obviously, um, there is the reach. So, one thing. So, it's it's um, that's. The million dollar question for yes. how do you assess the ROI of whatever you're doing? Because so, a lot of people say, how do you measure social media posts? They're just posts. They don't, I mean, you know, you can get leads from social media, which is, we all know is not true. You can certainly get leads and it takes time and consistency and posting the right content and having a strategy and doing all the things that you're talking about. So yeah. Well, you used the keyword that I was going to use, which is consistency. I, you know, if there is something I've learned on LinkedIn and using, you know, um, this tactic um, to lead people to know more brand and uh, our expertise is it's that it's all about consistency, you know, and the value, you know, mm -hmm. being consistent in the value that you're bringing. So, um, at first, when we were experimenting, we were leading people to our website. So we would you know, create posts and help our uh, different key employees create posts that would lead towards the website. And this is how, you know, you can obviously track the link, the source of the, the click, et cetera. And that's how we would uh, measure um, the success uh, of a post. And obviously, um, you talk to your audience. So, you know, don't, one, one of the first rule that we went, um, um, that we implemented when we started this initiative is, we're not going to make an, a, a certain employee talk about something they're not expert at. Mm -hmm. This is this was the first rule. It's we the topic that you're going to be posting are only your expertise. You know, we're not you're not going to talk about uh, if you're a salesperson. You know, the VP of sales. You're not going to talk about um, consultants. You know, you're not going to talk about specific integration. But you're not you're going to talk about you know how the pre-sale process you know is at tmc and why it is different and why we think it brings value you know this type of things you know the vp of consulting will talk about solution we'll talk about the problematic and challenges of a specific industry and how we can solution it with you know different uh, um, integration customization etc so that was the first rule and when we realized that we started to shift our mindset in okay it's not about the click to the website anymore it's about the reach of this specific post you know it's it's kind of a soft roi you know mm -hmm. I, it, and and i know marketers hate that <laughs> because you know go convince your boss you need budget or you need to include another key employees into this strategy or initiative when you don't have a hard uh, roi on paper but it's really about building the brand awareness the um, basically the differentiator, you know, it's, it's really about telling the story um, and, and people want to know, like our audience want to know who they're going to be working with nowadays and how we approach a problem. We all in our sphere, we all sell software. 
And okay. this software, you can buy it from anyone, um, you know, anywhere. Um, so, so we can't differentiate anymore on product and services. We have to, you know, to, to differentiate with um, the personal, you know, the personal touch, the way we approach things um, and how we nurture the, 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 you know, our prospect into our sales process, et cetera. So nowadays we really uh, assess the success of posts um, based on reach. And I love that LinkedIn gives you that information. So that's helpful. <clears throat> yes. And uh, yeah, on, on that, the little tip that goes with it is that when you start doing this um, uh, strategy, you need to um, turn on the creator mode mm -hmm. uh, on your personal profile. It really uh, opens um, um, a world of analytics for you uh, that you don't have if you're not activating the uh, creator mode. And that's, yes. that's free. You just need to um, turn it on. Exactly. Yeah. And it's funny, I do a mixture. And you're so like, when I think about my LinkedIn and what I want to post about, I obviously post a lot about, you know, marketing and tips and tricks and the ISV society. And then I sprinkle in some personal stuff along the way about my grandkids and then going to a Taylor Swift concert. And those, if you look at the analytics, those obviously go way much higher than any of the other posts <laughs> yeah That's but sure. you know it's mm -hmm. it's it's you you're selling your personality you're selling mm -hmm. you know like you know the type of things you like and i think if people can relate or have something uh to connect with you on that personal level it helps uh in the end for your brand and then you know your services um that's funny that you talk about sprinkling little like uh you know commercial uh you know posts i've read um I don't know if you heard about the book uh, "Jab Jab Right Hook." I book. have heard about it. Have I? Have, yes. I, I think I might have read it, but it's been a long time. So, is that the one by uh, uh, Gary Gary uh, Vanderchuk? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so the idea is that you know it's basically the rule the rule of like three to one. Yep. So, um, you know, it's the, the book is all about, the, you know, how to tell your story um, in the noisy social media world, you know, so uh, and, and the conclusion of the book is pretty much, you know, do a jab, 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 right hook. So three posts that brings value to your audience mm -hmm. and then one post more on the commercial side of it. Uh, and, and if you keep that balance, usually. Um, people won't get tired of you too quickly. Um, exactly. You know, we we all you know work um, for a company. We all understand that in the end you need to sell and you need to make money. So you know people won't um, um, be too uh, hard on you if uh, you follow this rule of uh, three to one. Yes, and also I feel like over the last few years LinkedIn has you know I feel like LinkedIn has been a little bit stuffy, right? And everyone had to be proper and had to be all about business and this. And now oh, it's yeah. kind of since COVID, I would say probably since COVID it has kind of helped this where we can be more personal on LinkedIn and less business focused, which is nice yes. because like you said, people need to see both sides, right? They need to see the business side and they need to see the personal side and just know, cause you're talking to a human, you're human to human. It's just, it's just nature. And, and it's so important to have both. Exactly. And it was also hard to, um, you know, keep being consistent when you were trying to portray yourself as, you know, someone more professional than you are in just <laughs> right. a regular, your regular life, right? We all like to send a very nice, clean, professional email. And that's good for emails on social right. media. Try to be more authentic. Uh, and, you know, people love authenticity. You know, this yep. is this is where you're going to, um, um, you know, have people... 
uh, buy in into your personality is that you're showing that you're failable, you know, and you're not perfect, you know, mm-hmm. because ev- everyone can relate to that. We all yes. try to be the best we can in a professional setting, but the reality is that we're, you know, all humans, you know, we have uh, kids at home. We have, we're we barking dogs during cup Ex- meetings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So all of this, I think, has is, is been really good to put the people in the center again of, of the organization, right? I it's not that. about, once again, you know, the products, et cetera. It's about mm-hmm. the people that you have inside your organization. So exactly. So the more you, you're, you know, you're going to promote your people and your culture. So basically the idea is to promote the culture through um, your people, um, you know, the, the more success you will find in, in, in this tactic, you know, in this strategy of leveraging LinkedIn personal profile. Well, thank you, Roland. This has been awesome. I so agree with you. We definitely need to up our personal side of things on LinkedIn from a company perspective. I know it can be hard to get buy-in, but I'm glad that you have people on your team that are willing and able and want to do that. And I'm sure you'll get great results and you sound like you've been getting great results from it. So yeah, it's it works. So I encourage, working, uh, so. <laughs> yeah, I really encourage, uh, um, you know, um, the, the marketers in our field, you know, in our industry to um, try doing that because there's so many talents, so many expertise mm-hmm. in your own company. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. You don't need to prep them for anything. They already have all the knowledge. So just use these people and their brain. Exactly. Well, thank you again, Roland, for being a guest on the ISV Society podcast. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in this week. I truly do appreciate it. So make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share, do all the things to make this podcast even better. So I appreciate it. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Amy. Thanks, everyone. You've just listened to another episode of the ISV Society podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Feel free to subscribe and or share with your team. I would love to also hear your feedback and share any tips and tricks or topics that you'd like to hear in my upcoming episodes. Have a great week.